So I think you just hit on two really important points. The first is routine. If you talk to any of the leading psychologists, what they will tell you, it is very, very important when you have been shifted out of your normal routine to establish a new routine, a new schedule. So yes, you are no longer going to school, you're no longer going to your place of work, but you have to establish a new routine so that things don't feel quite so amorphous. So that's number one. People need to establish new routines. That means new exercise routines. They're wake up and at the same time that they're going to be doing every day. And it doesn't need to be the time that they were before, but establish what the new routine is going to be. When are the kids going to be studying? When are you going to be starting your work day? When's the lunch break going to happen? Is there a family walk that's going to happen? Are you going to walk your dog? Are you and your significant other going to spend social time together? Hey, everybody. I'm Lori Rudiman, and this is Punk Rock HR. People keep saying that we're living in unprecedented times. We've got this coronavirus that's manifesting in an illness called COVID-19. And while this is new for us, humankind has lived through war, pestilence, plagues, and we have persevered. I believe we persevere because we hustle, we move quickly, we think about innovative solutions, but we also rely on our community. So when a member of my community came to me and said, hurry up, interview Lorna Borenstein. She's awesome as the founder and CEO of a well-being company called Grokker. Well, I moved mountains and we made this interview happen. Lorna is a former tech executive who came out of retirement because she wanted to create a video well-being solution and offer customers a personalized program that aligned with their goals. So she's really focused on five aspects of well-being, which are fitness, mental health, sleep, nutrition, and financial wellness. And her company has created a platform where credentialed experts can offer videos and teach people how to live better. And these videos are available globally. Up until this past week, Grokker was not available for the average Joe to just watch videos. If your employer bought this program, you would have access to this content. But Lorna and her colleagues turned this thing around on a dime and they are now offering all videos free to consumers and to businesses. It's a pretty special thing when people jump in and ask, how can I help? What can I do in this moment of crisis? Lorna did just that, and I hope you enjoy the conversation I'm about to share with you right now. So Lorna, welcome to the podcast. So good to be here with you, Lori. Well, I'm happy to have you, although the circumstances couldn't be worse, unfortunately, because right now the world is in this, what they're calling an unprecedented era of disruption, but I think that's overstated because we've been through chaos. We've been through war, we've been through illness, but times are certainly crazy. So why don't you tell us who you are and like, what's your point of view on what's going on? Well, today, my point of view is I am sheltering at home with my husband and our little dog in Northern California. So it feels like I'm sort of under house arrest for the next three weeks, as is my whole company, actually. Uh, California, as you know, is sheltering at home at least through right now, it looks like April 7th. It's a scary time. 
And what we can see, my perspective, you know, as a business owner, and you know, we have lots of enterprise clients who have hundreds of thousands of employees, people are scared and not just because of the financial impact of what may happen as COVID-19 continues to spread, but really worried about, you know, am I going to get this and how do I stay safe? And it just feels very unsettling because the answers aren't terribly satisfying right now. No, the answers when you dig a little deeper are pretty terrifying. The numbers don't look good. It looks like this is a highly contagious, highly spreadable virus. And just because we're sheltering in place doesn't necessarily mean we're safe from it because of the incubation period. So I think there's a lot of unknowns. And I'm interested in speaking with you today, Lorna, because you are a strong, independent woman. You're a business owner. You're an entrepreneur. And you're also in the epicenter of helping people do their best work and feel great. And now is a time when that's really under assault. So why don't you tell us a little bit about Grokker and what you would do on like a normal Tuesday when the world wasn't falling apart. <laughs> well, first, I'm feeling a lot of gratitude that I started the company eight years ago. I actually came out of retirement to start the business because I was struggling with my own well-being when I was home. I actually took a bit of a break from a very punishing career in tech and decided to spend some time. You know, I have three kids and I joke by some miracle, the same husband and decided to spend some time making up for lost time after being a road warrior. And what I found when I was home without a babysitter, without a nanny, which ironically is what so many of us are feeling right now, is I didn't have any time to take care of myself. I couldn't get to the gym. I couldn't get to the yoga studio. And so I needed something to help me and I wanted it to be video and I wanted it to be expert. And so I created this company called Crocker to help me have long form, expert led video content in a variety of areas of well-being just to help me with my own personal well-being. And so, you know, to answer your question, on an ordinary Tuesday, I would start the morning by doing probably like a little 10-minute mindfulness practice and maybe a little either quick energy boosting workout or maybe a little yoga practice just to kind of feel centered to start my day. And I'm needing it now more than ever because I literally can't leave the house. No, no, you can't. Well, and one of the things I love about your platform is that you've gone heavy in the world of enterprise businesses, right? So those are your clients. But right now you've done something super special with your organization because you understand that these are, I'm using air quotes now, unprecedented times. So tell us what you've done. So first thing that we did last week is we decided to make Grokker free for individuals through the COVID-19 outbreak. And then we expanded that to make it free to enterprises and to nonprofits. And actually, the impetus for that was my sister-in-law is extremely involved in the community and her local community at the JCC in the local community. And they were struggling, imagining they were going to have to close down and they serve a wide population in the Bay Area. And I thought, oh my gosh, if they're going to close down, you're talking about thousands of people that aren't going to be able to have classes and be able to play bridge and get out to their art class. Like, what can we do? I thought, God, we better just do something quickly. And so we turned it into a free service for uncertain how long it'll be, it'll end up being necessary to be free for. And we're finding employers are really needing something because a lot of companies didn't have work from home. They're unfamiliar with how to do this. 
And so they're taking us up on it. And I've actually, I've never worked harder than I have for the past 10 days, 12 days, trying to help these companies get up on the platform and then help communicate to their employees who are now pretty much all remote workers about how they can take advantage of this on their phones or on their tablets or, you know, however they're going to access it remotely and make sure that people have very safe mindfulness content, workout videos, sleep. Sleep is a mate. I don't know about you, but a lot of people are having trouble sleeping right now, Lori. How do you keep good sleep hygiene when you're stressed out about what's going on in the world around you? So just trying to make sure that there's stuff out there for everybody to help them during this very unsettling time. Well, all good questions and what a great solution. You know, I go to this local Pilates studio and it's really cute and it's really quaint. And every once in a while, there's an elderly man in there, a widower who comes in and he gets a one-on-one session. And his instructor said that that's one of the only times that he gets out during the week. And it's definitely one of the only times he moves his body forward, backward, side to side, and just basically gets some movement that's healthy. And there are all these things that we were doing in the old world that help our immune system, like connection and movement that we're not necessarily going to get now. So you mentioned that Grokker offers long form videos. Like, tell us a little bit about these videos. So what we've done, you know, we've been in business for a while. So we actually have a very large library. We have over 4,000 videos. We work with 130 experts globally. So it covers everything from fitness, whether you're into gentle movement or high interval intensity training to Pilates to stress reduction, sleep, financial well-being, 50 plus fitness. It's pretty much because our users range in age from 13 to 80. There's really something in there kind of for everybody. So, you know, my mother can use it and so can, you know, my 19-year-old daughter. So the content is pretty diverse. There's very short videos, you know, a four-minute mindfulness video, a six-minute stretch break. And there's also, if you want something much longer, you can do, you know, a 75-minute workout. So it's really trying to make it available for whatever you want, whenever you want. And even if you're not, like today, I had a really busy morning. I didn't even have enough time to do an actual video workout. We have what we call the workout of the day. And they're not even video-based. They're these animated GIFs that every morning we send out. And I just do it on my phone, my smartphone. It's five moves that you swipe through that are about 15 seconds each. So you're done in like four or five minutes. So just trying to give people something to do, something's better than nothing. And we even have just audio-based workouts. So if you want to go for a walk outside and you need a little bit of motivation, you can have an expert in your ear kind of telling you what to do as you're walking up and down that hill or even on a flat road. Wow, that's great. I think there's this assumption out there that older generations are going to struggle with the shift to using technology at home. But I wonder what your thoughts are on that. I know my mom is, I think she's 67. And man, she's on the phone all the time. So I think this is going to be fine for her. Like she's going to be okay in this new world. But what do you think about that? The assumption that we're making about boomers and people older than that, that they're really going to struggle with self-isolation and not be able to access technology. If you talk to the folks at the AARP, they're going to tell you that that is no longer the case. What you're going to see is that particularly with the iPad, that when you're looking at 75 plus, 80 plus populations, very comfortable with that form factor. And their kids have done a very good job of setting them up. And the iPad works really well because it's larger print, right? So they can see it. 
I don't think we expect a lot of octogenarians to be like facile on Snapchat on their phones, but they are more comfortable using that technology and FaceTiming with the grandkids and being more comfortable at home. I do think though, for those older populations, being isolated at home is hard is lonely. And so it is important to be able to make sure that they are eating properly, that they are moving, that they do have some type of appropriate for their age, fitness, movement, mindfulness. It's really important to take care of the holistic health of those populations. And so I don't think the technology is so much going to be the issue anymore. Also, the thing about what's wonderful, even if it's on your iPad, we've had this, you know, yesterday I was on a call with one of our clients who was talking about how a lot of their employees were doing group exercise using Grokker over video conferencing. You can do it through FaceTime. Yeah, yeah, I love that. so can your grandmother. Absolutely. Yes, you can be isolated at home, but you don't have to feel so alone. So imagine if, you know, the grandkids can invite grandma and do a little stretching over FaceTime. You can do that. And in fact, it's so important to reach out to people that might be isolated now and to invite them to do that, especially when you're far away, invite people to to be part of the community, even though you're distance. It's just critical. You know, I read a report a couple of months ago from Cigna. They do a worldwide loneliness report and loneliness is just an epidemic in the best of times. And so I also worry about younger generations that don't necessarily have access to technology, don't have strong Wi-Fi, this risk that we have of forgetting about people who are in need right now. I mean, I don't know, you're in the Bay Area, you're surrounded by just unbelievable wealth, but also unbelievable poverty. And I think a time like COVID-19 and the coronavirus can really draw a line through that or it can bring us all together. So where are you on that? What are your thoughts on that around poverty and isolation? I mean, you know, the one thing that is a bit of an odd dichotomy in this country is the poor still have smartphones which is sort of the lifeline, right? That you're still able to have the smartphone, which is another reason why it's so important to make things like Grokker free to individuals at this point in time if you become isolated. So I think that what's going to be really difficult is with education, you know, the schools are closed and it looks that the schools are going to stay closed, you know, through August. So when you have a private school system that is offering very impressive online schooling and you have a public school system that is just sending home packets, I think that's a real challenge and where you end up having more of a divide, more of a digital divide. And I think that is something that we're not going to be able to fix during this crisis, but it may exacerbate the situation. It's just challenging. But I like seeing a lot of other companies. It's not just Grokker. There are many companies that are taking the step to open up their services and make them free at this time in order to make sure that those who can't afford the access are getting it without having to pay for it and so that they're not left behind. I think this is really a time, Lori, where we've got to just come together. We've got to realize that we need to help one another and that, as a dear friend of mine always says, if you do good, eventually, yes, you can do well, but just focus on the doing good. I love that. That's really great. This has got to be a stressful time for you as a parent, even though your children are a little bit older. I mean, just having children out there exposed in a world of uncertainty. And I know my brother has a 10-year-old and a five-year-old, almost five-year-old. And the other night, 
the 10 year old was fighting with my brother because he's really like, do your homework, you know, let's try to establish a routine. And I think really probably channeling a lot of anxiety onto the 10 year old and the 10 year old's like, I don't want to do my homework. This is crazy. What's the point? They went back and forth just forever. And I don't, I think eventually they had dinner and they all chilled out, but I can't even imagine some of these crazy conversations that are happening in homes. So I don't know, what's your take on it as a parent? I mean, you're a working parent, you have working parents who are working for you. How do we all just chill out right now? So I think you just hit on two really important points. The first is routine. If you talk to any of the leading psychologists, what they will tell you, it is very, very important when you have been shifted out of your normal routine to establish a new routine, a new schedule. So yes, you are no longer going to school, you're no longer going to your place of work, but you have to establish a new routine so that things don't feel quite so amorphous. So that's number one. People need to establish new routines. That means new exercise routines. They wake up and that's the same time that they're going to be doing every day. And it doesn't need to be the time that they were before, but establish what the new routine is going to be. When are the kids going to be studying? When are you going to be starting your work day? When's the lunch break going to happen? Is there a family walk that's going to happen? Are you going to walk your dog? Are you and your significant other going to spend social time together? We've started establishing at my company afternoon stretch breaks. And so we all get on video conferencing together and do an afternoon stretch break and we're doing a Thursday afternoon TGIT together in order to feel much more connected. With my kids and with my siblings and their children, we're actually having virtual dinner parties together so that we get to feel like we're having a family meal together. So establishing those routines is really important in all of those holistic areas of well-being, right? Social connectedness being an important one, nutrition, sleep, your work, and your physical and your emotional well-being. So you really need to make sure that routine, routine, routine is established. The second thing that you hit upon that we really need to pay attention to is how do you address the anxiety? You have to first, number one, acknowledge it. We are feeling the anxiety and you can't just sweep it under the rug. And, you know, we're not just going to sit there and eat bags and bags of potato chips. That's just not going to make us feel well. Wait, wait, wait. Don't hate on that because that's one of my stress moves right now. (laughs) But yeah, that's not a long-term sustainable way to live. But yeah, okay. So there are a few ways you can deal with the anxiety, right? When you have anxiety, your body fills up with cortisol, which is the chemical that is produced in you when you have anxiety. You can sweat it out. You can cry it out. And you can also do things like learn to practice mindfulness. Doesn't mean that you have to become a guru and sit on top of a, you know, a hill and meditate for hours each day, but incorporate little bits of mindful practices because it does actually help your brain cope better. And there are lots of little skills. There's positive self talk. In fact, there's a very short video. It's one of the free videos we publish. I don't think I mentioned this earlier, Lori. We actually created a three-part COVID-19 coronavirus preparedness course because there was so much information out there on the web. It was hard for people to understand what was true and what wasn't. You know, should I wear a mask? Should I not wear a mask? Well, like, how long do I really have to wash my hands for? We took the recommendations of the CDC and the WHO and we created a three-part video course and put it out throughout the web, totally free. You don't have to sign up for even a free membership. It's just out there. You can watch it. And part of what you learn when you watch the video course is that it's important to have ways to lower your anxiety. Positive self-talk is one of these CBT techniques, cognitive behavioral therapy techniques to help you do that. Very easy way to do that. Progressive relaxation, another very easy tool to manage anxiety. So there are these 
simple techniques when we're all going to be at home more and less socially connected to be able to learn these very, very easy ways. Children can be taught these in order to be able to manage the anxiety. So maintaining routines and then learning these mindfulness tips in order to be able to manage anxiety are absolutely key. And to not be shy about it, not to be embarrassed about it. We're all going through it. I love it. You know, it makes me think that we're all, if we do this right, going to emerge more enlightened, more positive, more, I don't know, efficient and sweeter versions of ourselves. Or we'll come out of this and default back to the way we were before, which is cranky and anxious. But I think as Rahm Emanuel says, every crisis offers an opportunity. And I hope people take you up on this offer to check out Grokker and to check out your resources. Is there anything else you're feeling you want to share to our audience right now in this time of weirdness that we're all going through? Anything that you've personally learned that you think might be helpful? I think the only other thing that has been helpful for me is just for us all to be a little kinder to ourselves. I'm not very good at asking for help. I like to solve problems. And I find in sharing my own struggles, in sharing how this is difficult for me, I'm an extrovert. And for extroverts, being cooped up at home is kind of torturous. My husband is an introvert. For him being cooped up at home, not so bad. And so I think if you have extroverted colleagues and extroverted friends and loved ones, this is going to be disproportionately difficult for them. And so you may want to pay a little bit more attention to those extroverts in your life, whether they're your work friends or in your personal life, and understand that for them, their energy is built up by being with others. And they may need a little bit more attention, a few more phone calls or FaceTimes from you than they did previously. And a little more kindness, each of us need to give that to ourselves during this tricky time time. And if you need help, ask for it. I think that personally, this is going to help me stretch and grow. I'm not enjoying it, but I'm hoping that we will be stronger, certainly for me and my team, stronger for it. And I'm really hoping that our clients feel that we really care for them and for all those companies that are struggling and that are able to take advantage of Grokker, that we're able in some small way to help them and that it does make the world a better place. That may sound corny, but it's not. We need to band together now. This isn't going to resolve itself overnight and we're committed to continuously monitoring and assessing how we can help individuals, employers, communities, and government officials to communicate accurately and to cope with it. Well, you are always someone who inspires me in the technology community. And now more than ever, while I'm sad that we have coronavirus that brought us together, I'm happy I had an opportunity to talk to you about who you are and what you do and what you believe in. And thanks again for all the wise words today. My pleasure. Stay safe. Hey, everybody. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Lorna Borenstein. She mentioned a ton of great resources during our conversation, including the COVID-19 Preparedness Program. So you can head on over to laurierudeman.com forward slash punkrockhr-100 and find all of the tips and resources and links that were mentioned in the show. I also want to take a second and thank Danny Osmond and his team at Emerald City Production. He is trying to add value wherever he can. And when I asked him, can I squeeze in an extra show this week? He said, absolutely. Like without question, let's get it done. So Danny, thank you. And thanks again to your awesome colleagues. Now that's all for today. And I hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you next time on Punk Rock HR. Punk Rock HR.